All right, everybody, welcome back to Uncalled For. We have a special podcast today because today, well, not only are we back for the first time in months, but now we're on video. Hopefully you guys watched our um, Crossbar Challenge video um, that we put out a few weeks ago. Um, plan on doing a few more things with that, just trying to get some more equipment and get prepared. But today we're bringing a video podcast. We're going to have this one up on YouTube. We're also going to have the audio on Spotify and iTunes, just like we normally do. Um, but yeah, we got quite a few things to talk about today. Um, this one we're going to talk about soccer um, and kind of, I, I guess... Trey and I are going to mostly talk about the um, Super League, the new Super League, because what the hell else matters anymore? Like, you know, today I was watching United. We won three to one. And like, what the fuck is the point if that's going to be the case? Like second place, fucking 10th place relegation. That doesn't fucking matter anymore. Um, I'm in the I'm in the same I'm in the same mindset as you. We played uh, we had Fulham today. Yep. And ended up drawing. So it's just like, you know, we can't beat Fulham. How the hell are we going to beat, you know, Barcelona or Real Madrid? And it, weekly, too. You know, it's not like Champions League where yeah, I know. might it, get lucky and not have to play them. But. It, exactly. Because, you know, Champions League, it's like, you know, you're going to have a one-off game here and there. It's a huge thing. Um, you know, I feel like with the Super League, personally, I feel like it kind of just like, Here's the thing. When you play in Champions, Champions League is, is meant to be a very special and privileged thing. You're supposed to work and earn that spot. And when you get the, if you get a draw and you play against Real Madrid, you play against the Barcelonas, the Bayern Munichs, it's a big, big, big game, you know. Um, and everybody has that for sure on their calendar. But, you know, if that's going to be the case, I feel like it's going to water it, water it down. But at the same time, like my honest opinion is, I mean, it just it kills the game. I mean, really, like sports. If we think about it, it's all romanticism of how we want it. We dream of our team, you know, unless we are fans of a team that win all the time. Which, mm -hmm. you know, you're an Arsenal fan. That ain't the case. I'm a United fan. That's not the case anymore. Um, how do you think it feels for Spurs fans? I mean, to be honest with you, I think they are the type that would like it. Here's why. They're not going to win the league anytime soon. They're not going to win the Champions League. Uh, obviously, they can't even fucking win the Europa League because they get <laughs> they blow a lead um, in that. Um, but like, if if I'm being honest, it it's like that guarantees them a way that they're gonna secure the. They're gonna get three hundred and fifty million. They're always gonna be in the quote unquote elite competition yeah, elite, you know what i mean bracket. so yeah they don't ever have to worry about you know you're, you don't have to worry about top four you know europa league um all this shit doesn't matter anymore you're guaranteed because when you're in the founder club you're guaranteed in that spot and that's fucking stupid it's all stupid well at the same time a lot of these clubs too i feel like they're doing it for um not just to be in that uh I guess elite competition if you if that well obviously it is since it's the biggest clubs in the world but at the same time it also I feel like it also has to do with um the impact that covid has had on the income of these clubs too. Uh yeah. when you look at when you look at Arsenal um we're struggling to scrap money together to um pay the damn pick up, to pick up players and stuff like yeah I mean well, <laughs> we, 
Yeah, but um, so, and especially if like, um, you know, when you have when it, I don't did you do you know if all the clubs are going to be getting paid the same? As far as I'm aware, all the founding clubs will get paid it, the same we'll amount. Get the same cut. Um, okay. I don't know how it goes after that. Um, who else gets in? How other teams get in? But this is all, you know, the what ifs. Um, you know, I was really happy to see that UEFA and the Premier League, like <clears throat> they fucking came down hard on on this shit. And I was happy to see it. I mean, basically, UEFA were saying, like, any of the clubs that are a part of this, if they don't stop, will be banned from domestic competitions, international, you know, European competitions, and then the players could be denied, um, denied the ability to play for their national teams. Well, I was thinking this, too. I was saying there's no way uh, the founders of this league – I, and I'm pretty sure they know this too. There's no way that they can expect all their big name players because at the same time, like, you know, a lot of these players, they take the World Cup, you know, serious. And they, oh, yeah. you know, they say it's a serious thing. There's no way, unless there is a compromise, which, I mean, I don't think that, you know, I don't think the league goes on unless there is a compromise that says that, you know, these players can't compete internationally if they decide to go on with this league. But that's the thing. I mean, that's kind of one of the... That's a way... UEFA saying that is basically a way of them saying... That's a message they're sending to the players of these clubs. That message is, if you're a part of this and you're a part of that club, this is going to affect you. You know, you're not going to get to just play the Real Madrid's, the Barcelona's, the United's, Arsenal's every week. You want to do that? It's going to cost you, and it's going to cost but, you playing. But for your that's that's. Team. But see, that's. I feel like that's harsh on the players, though. And by all means, I'm no, like I'm, as as, as I don't have an opinion on it. You know, I'm just kind of like there's nothing much that I can do. But I think that's harsh on the players because at the same time, you know, like these players have contracts and stuff like that. And yeah, it's not they're like, stuck for the most part. Yeah, it's not like they can just tell the club, look, if you guys are going to go into this league. You know, I don't want to be a part of it because I want to compete internationally and stuff like that. But that's not their say because you know they signed the contract and they have the. But you know, at the same, that's where you know the legality of all this is going to come into play because if that happens and they're going to say, "Well, I signed my contract," you know, before this was the case, you know, um, and I'm sure in, in players' contracts too, there's caveats and extra bonuses for qualifying for champions league and things like that so how do you you know um that's going to go against a lot of contracts and you're gonna have to rework them all and if you're going to rework them then you're going to have to have the assumption that they're going to be able to terminate them with these with these changes but here's Mm -hmm. the same thing here's here's the thing you look at okay uh look at a let's give bruno fernandez he's he's an example right who or paul pogba better yet Who's he linked with historically the last few years? Real Madrid, Juventus. Well, it just so happens both of them are going to be in that. Now, if you tell him, all right, but you can't play for France anymore. You're not going to go to the Euros. You're not going to the World Cup. 
is he going to say, uh, all right, I think I'm going to go to PSG or Bayern Munich because they're, that way I can win leagues, you know, and still go play internationally. I think that that's what I, you know, especially I think that's a big reason why PSG and Bayern Munich turned it down is you figure they how heavy they are as far as, well, Bayern Munich, mostly everybody's German in the team. So that are all of them gonna say, okay, yeah, we're not playing for Germany anymore, or or PSG, the French players, Mbappe, you can't play for Fr- Mbappe. For example, you're 22 years old, you know, you're never playing for France again at 22. Um, or even Ronaldo, who's you at know, the end, at you the know? age where he's starting to this will well, be not his the last... age, but he. Yeah. yeah, he's getting to, you know, and he's breaking all kinds of records now because he's up there and stuff yeah. like that. Oh, he's a guy who, who's like, he he's scored more goals than anybody in um, in history overall, but he's only like a couple goals away from holding the international record. He will fucking, or, he will, he'd probably buy out his own goddamn contract just so he could play for Portugal and break the Or record. just look at just look at it like Messi too, you know. Messi's never really won anything with Argentina and I'm I'm sure he'll want to Oh yeah, cuz they want to get his last yeah, they his the, last go around and stuff the like Copa that. They have Copa America this summer. You know, he's not yeah. going to want to miss out on that. And um I guess I guess we'll just have to see, man. It's just sickening. You know, like I was saying <laughs> I said to Logan who's it was uh who's also a United fan. It was like a picture of uh it was a article about uh Joel Glazier who uh said it took me a couple years to understand the offside rule. And he's the owner of fucking Manchester United, he didn't understand the offside rule for two years, yeah. right? So he says he says that and I replied to Logan in that in that tweet he sent and I said, Not only has he ruined our club, now he's gonna he's going to fucking ruin the sport as a whole because Liverpool and United and Real Madrid are at the fucking front of this. This is all their fucking, this is their brain. I would, I would go, I would go ahead and make that assumption and say that Arsenal is too. And you want to know one thing, uh, a lot of, a lot of, uh, a lot of the ownership that's in Liverpool United. Well, we have American um, owners. Yeah. American owners, you know, and that's why, and and it's 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 no surprise that uh, Cronky, the Cronk, uh, the family that owns the um, that owns the that owns the club, they use Arsenal. They use Arsenal as a cash cow for the LA Rams. Well, so when you see three point five billion getting thrown at you for the league, and you know I'm going to take this three point five billion and just invest it into the Rams. Yeah, see, that's what when the Glaciers bought United, they were debt free. The club's almost a billion dollars in debt because of them. We inherited their debt, and they pay themselves dividends of like over twenty million a year. Yeah. They take and borrow against the club and its worth all the time. That's why our debt is they they've milked it, and now they want to make they almost want to turn Europe European soccer into an elitist like NFL. Well, I that's what I saw. I saw that they wanted to make like a NBA NFL style kind of kind yeah. of league. But but then what does that leave every other team? How does it work well, with every other like look at look at the teams that aren't included. All right, so you, l- let's give an example. So you have Leicester City, right? You have uh look at the table right now. 
Leicester City aren't included in that. But they've also won a league more recently than United, than Arsenal, Arsenal. than uh, well, Spurs haven't. Um, and but Spurs have been pretty successful. Yeah, but I mean, you look at Leicester right now. You know what I mean? Like it, saying to them, "Yeah, you're not a part of it anymore." That's a you're not going to be a part of that. That's unfair to them. I was going to say it's going to hurt. It's going to hurt the smaller clubs that aren't um, well, in this league too, because the league's going to lose the these these leagues are going to lose a lot of money. Oh yeah. And, because so, part of the whole way the Premier League is set up, not yeah, only are they hurting like yeah, I was gonna say like sorry to cut you off, but not only are they hurting the, the the smaller clubs, but they're also hurting these leagues too. Yeah, so the way the Premier League works is you have your rev, your TV contract, and they separate it among where you finish, right? But anywhere, even if you're relegated, your payday is huge. Well, if you can say if you say all right, the Premier League still exists, but now you don't have Arsenal, United. Manchester City, Liverpool, and Spurs. You're gonna and you're gonna take the biggest teams. Nobody gives a fuck about watching the league anymore, to be honest. Yeah. And the TV contract will be cut in half. Then you're just gonna have then, then the local scene in England and in Spain and all that. It's gonna be shit. It's gonna be terrible, especially because I'll tell you what: the Spanish teams already get a shit to get the shit end of the deal, because Real Madrid and Barcelona have like, um, and their own exclusive TV deals, which because they don't follow the same way with uh, the... being sports, right? Yeah, but it's like they get so much money, and the rest of the clubs get shit, and that's just gonna yeah. hurt La Liga even more than it already is. And, um, like, I just give the example of Leicester, right? Remember that team that got promoted, barely finished one point above the relegation battle, and then the next season they go out and fucking win the league. Those fans who were watching championship football two years before get to win the fucking league and then say, we have something to do on Tuesday nights now. We're going to the fucking stadium and watching a Champions League game. We might have Real Madrid. We might have Barcelona. Messi might play on our field. And and it, and that's just gone. The hope, the dreams, it's all gone. You can't work your way up to the top anymore. That shit's gone. Look at West Ham this year. West Ham are having are are almost doing the impossible for them. And it'll be all for nothing. If it's all taken away, because it's just, you know, because sorry, it doesn't matter that you're better than Arsenal right now or Spurs right now. You, you don't, don't have, have the prestige money, or the money, so yeah, it's just it's fucking sad. It's fucking sad to see it. Yeah, it is. It is unfair. It's like a you can compare that to the, uh, the upper class. Yeah, I mean, I, I tell you, the this, rich, the rich stay rich. Yeah, and it's and the it's, poor gets poor, and the gaps is going to continue. Yeah, it's it's sad and but what I what makes me happy about it to be honest with you is when I when I have looked at Twitter today, right? Um it looks like the everybody is pissed off and seems like they're devastated about it. You know, that nobody's ha- I don't see anybody talking about, it. "Oh, I'm so happy." Oh, about yes. This. I mean, I like uh, unless it's like I mean, I saw something where Wenger had said, I think it was about 10 years ago, he said, it's actually kind of crazy. I think he said it in 20 not, or 2009 or 2010. I can't remember. 
but he said in 10 years there's gonna be like you know something similar to like a super league and all these teams are going to be playing and basically saying how money is just going to be the root to all this stuff like that and when i found out how much these teams were getting like i said 3.5 billion if you are a founding member yeah there's no there's no way like especially with the, the way times are now with covid and stuff like that there's no way anybody's turning that down yeah i mean it was honestly just perfect timing for the big clubs to say you know what we're gonna make a power move to assure that we're gonna stay on top and 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 like i said what's the incentive to be better anymore because if manchester united are in this that means i'm gonna have to watch fucking harry Maguire play forever i'm gonna have to watch fred play because ultimately what does it matter because if you keep it right now you know for united to make up the gap to win the league say next year hypothetically Okay, they're going to have to buy a lot of players. They have to get better. But if yeah. we're already in the elite competition guaranteed every year, what the fuck does it matter? Unless we have the grand ambition to actually win something. You know, I imagine it would be like Real Madrid, Manchester City, um, Barcelona. Um, the three of them are, are going to fucking dominate that league. Because I can tell you Manchester City would be eager to win it because they don't have Champions League success. So they mm-hmm. would be like, oh, this is our chance. Now we're with the, the top dogs. We want to prove that we're on top over a, over a, a season-style format instead of yeah. a knockout tournament. Real Madrid will be eager because you know, they are the most famous well, European competitor. It's funny you say the season style. I saw the format of it. I think it was like the top four. I think they said they wanted 20 teams. I think they said the top four uh, in each. I think they were going to split it into two groups of 10. And I think they said the top four in each group will guarantee make it with the fifth team making or, or the fifth and sixth or something like that, having a little playoff game to figure out who gets into like the last spot or something like that. Something similar. I don't remember it off the top of my head, but it was something like that. Mm. That's what I saw. I can't remember what I saw actually, but um, yeah. Well, yeah, it's just I, and, and it it makes me mad too because now that Arsenal are finally getting back into this competition that we you know we've been struggling to well not even struggling we just haven't gotten it in years. Um, like earlier, we can't even beat Fulham. How, how do you expect us to beat Barcelona and Real Madrid week in, week out? No, I, I agree. I agree. I mean, and, but the thing is your owners and everybody on the board doesn't give a shit about that. The fans do, but that's where everybody um, – I'm a huge fan of Stratford Paddock and Stephen House, and they do the United Fan Channel, right? And Stephen House did a video on it today that – about the Super League and all that shit. And he was saying, you know, they're they're ruining our club. I'm ashamed to be a fan right now. I'm ashamed of my club. And I feel the same way, but you know what I, I realized? It's not my club. It the Glaciers have taken it and it's theirs and people need to understand they're going to do whatever the fuck they want. It is a business. And and, and you know what? There's nothing I, there's nothing we can do about it. We, and that's why that's why sports that's why sports in general i mean even like it's not even just 
soccer or football, but it's not, it's, it's every sport. Every sport has become a business. And well, I think, you know, it's funny. I'm pretty sure the way some, I think Bayern Munich are run. I'm pretty sure on this, that they're actually majority fan owned, that it's yep. like 51%. So they get the final say. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing is like, if I'm Manchester United worth like 4 billion, right? If I had 4 billion, 5 billion, I could go and fucking knock on their door and say, hey, here's a fucking eight briefcases of, you know, or fucking more. Here's $4 billion in any way you fucking want it, right? They can say, um, we're not for sale. Sorry. And then I just have to turn around and be like, uh, okay, I thought you were supposed to say yes. You know, there's no guarantee. They can tell me to, to all of us, anybody to fuck off. You know what I mean? It's it's mm-hmm. it's not for sale. It's like anybody can come to my house and ask me ask to buy my car. You know what I mean? And I don't have to. Even if somebody offered me fucking ten million dollars for my car and it ain't worth even you know ten grand at this anymore, you know I can still say no. I'm stupid for saying no, but I still can. I have the power to do. Yeah, that. yeah. It's mine. You know. So it's just a. I don't know. It's sad. And you know, I, I actually found this very interesting. I found it fascinating today. So when I, I got an ESPN notification that said Alex, Alex Ferguson said that if the Super League would do nothing but ruin the last 70 years of football history. And I thought that was fascinating because you have the most important man in Manchester United's history who is still a member somewhat of the board and has a lot of say, speaking against the club and what they want to do. That is huge. And that's huge for fans, and that should that's huge not even for United fans. That's huge for fans of all the teams because you're, you're saying the most successful manager of all time is basically saying, don't do this. Do not do this. This will ruin the game. It's going to ruin everything. And, and he's saying that, and that should unite everybody else. And if he if he will speak against that and speak against the club, that's a big deal, and people should listen to that. But what do you think – like, that's, that's what I'm still trying to sort of uh, process in my head. Why – like, it, does, is there, like, a, like, an internal beef, like, within the camp? of like all these owners and UEFA and FIFA and stuff like that, that the fans don't know about to where it's just like, all right, I've had enough. No, I I think it's, I just think it's a, it's a, it's a money grab. Or is it just simply a money? It's it's a money grab. A hundred percent. Well, I saw, I'm looking at a tweet right now uh, from the Twitter page, um, football bio Bible. Um, I see a few of them. I don't know if it's true or not, but I'm just going to say, Florentino Perez, the chairman of the Super League. Um, There's a quote that said, if the players participating in the European Super League are banned from playing the 2022 World Cup in Qatar, we will create our own World Cup tournament. It is not a big deal. Uh, See, and that's fucking stupid because that's just changing everything too. And at that point, that's just basically, now that's just, instead of one middle finger up to UEFA and FIFA, that's two. And UEFA and FIFA have been corrupt that's no surprise the whole mm-hmm. world cup being in qatar and russia previously was corruption but you know what it's not the they it, it isn't to this this level because here's the reason 
They can say it. I already know they're going to say, well, this will help football. This will help. I see no way it helps. There, it doesn't help anybody it but them. It yeah, it hurts. Help. It hurts everybody but the 20 teams that are in this. Yeah, because, the, that are in this because like we said, you're going to get a guarantee. You're going to get yourselves, you know, you know, over the course of time, I think each team initially will get three hundred and fifty million like a season, and it's like money talks. The thing is, is, if you if you're guaranteed that, because I think you can get that much money and you and without having to win the Champions League, without having to win the Premier League. So you mean to tell me, it's like I just have to fucking show up and I'm gonna make this, mm-hmm. and I'm money gonna talks. stay in it because I'm a founding member. Okay, it just makes no sense. I mean, it makes sense if you're a businessman, but I mean, if you fucking care about, you know, sp- I like the uh, term that UEFA and the Premier League uses, sporting merit. Um, I don't know, because like, it actually kind of, I-, I heard the talks about it when I was watching the United game, because the commentators were mentioning it, and, um, you know, I guess kind of when all the clubs were announcing what they were doing, and UEFA did it, I... It made me really feel like I I feel I felt like I wasted my morning watching the game because like it doesn't matter, you know Arsenal scoring a late equalizer doesn't matter if this proceeds and this goes through the Super League today that emotion of scoring a late equalizer I know it's still Fulham and you could have lost but you score late but that emotion of that late equalizer doesn't matter Whoa. Mason Greenwood getting a brace today doesn't fucking matter it, you know it's None of it, none of it matters. Well, I I don't know if United had done this yet, but um, Arsenal they already put out. Yeah, Arsenal. Like, I saw they, they, they put, put out, out official. They put tweet. out an official tweet saying that they were one of the founding clubs. I checked on United Twitter and they haven't, but I think maybe they're only the reason I think Arsenal did it was because this morning when it was reported, Chelsea um, put out theirs. Because well, what I was gonna say when it was reported this morning. They did. They said Arsenal are in it, but they haven't like named themselves yet. And I think the reason they put out the tweet was because they were claiming ownership. Where fucking United and Real Madrid and uh, Liverpool don't have to say anything because well, Liverpool put out theirs. Yeah, we didn't. I checked. I went through our Twitter, but um, every every I'm seeing right now has put out theirs, but United. And I think. I think maybe some of that's because of the uh, – it's a PR thing. I think when your all-time club legend, Sir Alex Ferguson, says that that's a fucking shit idea. It's kind of like a – like you're almost like scared to do it almost. Well, then it shows that you have division inside the club at the highest level. Um, I mean, like I said, the way it's looking right now – it, it is looking like it's something that like it's gonna happen and I, well, I like it's just so crazy to see like if this goes through like with everything like papers get signed um like schedules start to get announced because this thing is supposed to happen in august so if it does go through i'm expecting like everything's gonna be moving at a rapid pace so like well, you know, and it's like, like FIFA is going to be a whole lot more different. I mean, there's going to be barely any ultimate. What are they going to put? Jamie Vardy is the highest rated player in the in the game. Well, what I imagine. Well, here's how it will be. 
you know, say for a game like FIFA, the video game. Pez might fucking take no, over. No, no, no. Here's fucking... what's going to happen. It's going to be like, you know how Juventus don't have, aren't technically a club in FIFA because they didn't oh, get the yeah. licensing? Yeah. FIFA will, oh, well, it won't happen because FIFA and the Super League are, gonna, are at fucking, they hate each other right now. So they're not going to, that means that they would have to go to these clubs, FIFA and... the game, and, and, and the Super League and have to negotiate another fucking thing for something they already have. And and um, and it doesn't matter. I'll be honest with you. Fucking Pez can do whatever the fuck they want. I'll never play that shit game. <laughs> I mean, so I'll play with a fucking Manchester Red on FIFA and pretend. And Because I, I will not play Pez. That game is actually a piece of shit. And it always has been and always will be. No matter the fact that EA Sports just rip everybody off. But whatever. You know, it's still a better game than Pez. Um, but I don't know. I was just kind of heartbroken a little bit by it today. You know, no, I, it it is heartbroken. It is it's gut wrenching. I love honestly. the Premier League. You know, the last year sucked. Watching the games honestly does suck without fans. It's not the same, and it feels like they're doing everything they can to try to take away from the romanticism of it. Yeah, I remember when I was a when I first got into it. I was a senior in high school, or um. And I remember I worked at a landscaping company. On Saturday mornings, um, I used to drive down to our um, where we kept all the plants. And I would get up at like 4, 4.30 in the morning, drive down there, water all the plants. And I'd get home maybe about like 7.30, 8 o'clock. And I would get home, and I'd sit in my chair, and I'd turn on the TV, and I and I was up. So i just watch Premier League every morning. And I remember... You know, that was the 2012-2013 season. I remember Spurs, it seemed like, always played early in the morning on ESPN. I remember Gareth Bale fucking ripping the league apart. And um, I really fell in love. Like, it just it became part of my tradition. You know, every Saturday morning, it was like, get up, what, go to work, come home, watch a game. Um, whatever game was on, I watched every game. You know, now I don't watch every game. I pretty much only watch United, and I watch the big Champions League games. But back then, dude, it didn't matter who the fuck played. Newcastle yeah. would have played Norwich, and I was going to watch that game. Um, I don't know. It's it's uh, yeah. But I mean, like I said, you know, I've been an Arsenal fan since since day one. Since you know, I started you know watching this um, back around the same time you did. And I've supported them through everything, you know, throughout the the Bayern Munich Champions League games where we would get just destroyed every mm-hmm. single every single year by them. Um, you know, through the Europa League, the early Europa League days. Um, and especially like, you know, every single year it's just something that's been um something always just gets worse and uh, so I'm always going to support them, but you know, like I, like everybody else, I'm, I'm ashamed, you know, yeah. you know, this is all for money and you know, it is, is the comp is the competition in the premier league, not enough. Like we're in ninth place, you know, uh, there, there are teams that there, I will say there are teams that are ahead of us that deserve it more than, you know, than Arsenal, but because we have, have the name. money, but because we have the money, because, you know, you the if anything, if anything, in a perfect world, 
if this was a thing, we should we should add we should have asked Arsene Wenger, you know, let him decide because you know well, he's the he one that say he's already he's... on the board of UEFA. I'm pretty sure. Well, it's, and he... well, I'm just saying, like, in a perfect world, we should let him be the deciding guy because he's the one who built this club up, you know. Mm-hmm. So all that work that he did, you know, all those years where him and Sir Alex Ferguson were pretty much, you know going back and forth, those big rivalry games and stuff like that, you know, the 2004 season, the Invincible season, all that, gone. Yeah. For what? Money. So, it's sad, honestly. Yeah. Well, well, anyway, I think that probably about covers it, you know. Um, I guess now, since this is going to be on YouTube, like, you can get in the comments and let, let us know what you guys think. Um... But anyway, uh, hopefully you guys enjoyed. Uh, we're going to do another episode actually here soon, too, um, on a big event that I'm sure everybody has already heard of. Um, but yeah, I hope you guys enjoy. You can check it out on YouTube um, for the video. Spotify and iTunes is going to be up there, as always. Um, follow us on Twitter at the Uncalled For with two E's. Um, and hopefully you guys enjoy. Um stay on the stay on YouTube and just we should hopefully have more videos for that. Not only video podcasts but hopefully some more just other content. So yeah. um we're hopefully we're going to get all the guys together too maybe do some reaction videos and just have some fun. So thanks for listening, thanks for stopping by. Make sure to follow us on Twitter. Um and we'll see you guys in the next one. All right.